0: Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for Thursday Night Football on October 19th. Uh, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money and a million dollars again. I love it. It's almost it's almost basketball season. I know it's almost over, but as long as it's here, you know, that's a lot of money and it's life-changing. And congrats to people who are winning it. Again, to Eric, I talked about it in the baseball video uh, if you watched it earlier today, but um, but he... Uh, He got second in the 222 on Monday night, which is gonna make it not matter too much that he didn't. That probably leading the 150ers with 63 didn't quite pay out. Um, But let's do give him his props there. I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, let me just talk about these top five people and rounded it out talking about Osimo and completely skipping over his achievements. So, you know, this was a really nice set of lineups, um, a solid. And he he said. This is so useful to me, somebody on the top 10 telling me how they did it. I really appreciate that. i still figure it out. Yeah. Like what are we even doing here? I don't know, but I do know, I really like to know that you're using a blend of geometric mean and salary restrictions. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second, what we can do with that. But thanks again. It really, uh, I like you guys coming and watching the show. I can't believe we're now up to over a hundred subscribers. So let's get up to 10 likes on every video guys. Come on, let's do that. And, uh, Make sure you're subscribed so you get the blast without me having to reach whichever Discord or Twitter or whatever you're on that I'm distributing this to as well. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm watching something called Shark Chat because a lot of you guys are 150 maxers who have done this slash people I generally recognize as sharks. I can't believe how many of you watch this, Uh, but I added to the Discord a uh, private channel where you have to have a thousand X ROI lineup. You have to show me either I know you've done it or you share a screenshot if you're someone I don't recognize. But yeah, I just think it's a fun idea. I'm sure you all, all have your private discords, but come to a uh, neutral type place. Speaking of what, what am I doing out here? Like, what's my plan? I don't know. I I, I read a Roy Wood article, so I want to, to cite that before we get on into it. I'm thankful. I think this is really fun. I like talking about sports. And now this is, a, this is a place for me to show that I can do the thing. And once people know that I can do the thing, there are many channels. So I don't know what I'll do eventually, but yeah, I like talking about this a lot, and it's what I was doing already. Like you know, I I was telling, uh, I was doing this hit by hit with the sports projection thing every night to myself for game one, game two, etc. Obviously, I don't think I would have been able to keep it together enough to um, narrate that. But uh, yeah, it's much easier to narrate losing because it's fun, and you know you've got people doing the. The id part of that already but i want to get into the you know how do we learn how do we grow from from our experiences and i think we have to recognize so this is an mma thing obviously i should redo this eventually with with uh showdown football but i think it's pretty similar when you look at duplicates over expectation and you look at the salary range you can do a hard cap but hard cap really only needs to eliminate like where your geometric mean filtering is completely useless which is where it's missing by 50%. Whenever you're missing by an order of magnitude, it just can't be in the pool for me. So the top 200 just can't be in the pool. You can't use all your salary and you can't use 100 less. But last, I mean, this guy's won $380,000 last night, leaving only $400 on the table. So ignore that at your peril. That's That was quite a lesson for me. Like I didn't think you could be that unique right there, but you can be, and you must be there. So I'm changing, I'm changing. Um, thank you again for your note. And I will be going back to using a combination because when I won with Haywood Highsmith, get him in the shot, you know, we'll do a formal ceremony next week when we have the uh, game one and, and Miami does their ceremony. I'll do my own little ceremony with Haywood Highsmith. But that lineup was only geometric mean filtering at hard cap of like 700, 600. That's where I have had my most success. And there's a reason. So there's another one of these charts that we are forgetting. I love sports proj by the way, follow this guy, sports double underscore proj. He's making incredible charts and he's got the uh, underlying thing I used to make the top 20 lists and drill down into people's ownership. And you can use it too for only like $5 a month. It's a nice tool and I like doing that. But the likelihood of the highest, owned of the, being the highest scoring lineup by total salary used, I've always kind of been estimating it as about the same, right? And that is true, but, and I don't know, this was an MMA slate, yeah. So you can do these calculations for any given slate on the same Ugh, another Hopkins touchdown, The Sims, but on, uh, uh, you can do this for any slate and it's gonna be about the same. So you're gonna have about level probability for the first 1500, which is very meaningful, right? We just saw on this last screen that when you leave that much salary on the table, you're getting very unique really quickly because all the fish are jamming salary. So there, but there is this, you see, it's not, I thought this was like in my mind, pretty like this and then falling off maybe exponentially but it's not even falling off, right? There's like a little hump here around 48,500, it looks like, in a couple of these different bins. So it's not out of the range of possibilities. First of all, these are, you can't ignore these ones, right? 49,500, these are some of the highest here and it is roughly flat in the region from 48,500 to 49,500. But your per lineup expectations, Well, it's interesting to me, they vary off, they kind of fall off, not exponentially, right? That's what I was always thinking is they fall off exponentially, but they're falling off linearly here. So I I don't know what to do with that. That means I should leave a wide salary range all the way up to almost the top with geometric mean filtering, I guess. But I mean, also you can, you can draw a minimum probability, right? Like you want to exclude less than 1% events because you feel like they're too uh, too un, too lucky. And that's about 46,000. That's where we've been putting the bottom of the optimal range. So that makes sense. But is it optimal anymore? And we've fallen down an order or two of magnitude for likelihood, you know, just implied by underdog status, et cetera, for MMA. Maybe it's easier for MMA than it is for, for uh, football. But with football, you have touchdowns, right? So like weird guy score a touchdown or not is the equivalent of underdog winning in M- MMA. I think there is an equivalent. I think you can use this kind of, uh, basically this kind of estimate to constrain your, uh, your, your lineups. And I have done it here for this week. So we are now on to Thursday night football. Thank you for listening to 10, 15 minutes of weird rambling lecture. stuff. if you have, if not, Hey, you're not here anymore. So thank you guys again. Um, really appreciate your support. Okay. So the weird things that I've done, Jimmy Graham, too many people are on him, 7.7%. He's just not out there enough, and he's old. He could catch a touchdown and kill me, but if he does, he's completely out of the player pool. I don't know if Hasty or Lynn Bowden even sees the field at all, much less gets touches the ball. To Ernest Johnson's okay, fine, just overpriced for his role. Then we get to the range of okay value. For me, the okay value, probably the least okay of the okay value, almost unclickable at, okay, at 19%. Jeez, I just saw that. 19% is gross. What are y'all doing? Jamal Agnew almost completely squeezed out of the game plan last week, and we got him at 19% owned this week. I can't I can't even have a bite of that. That's gross. There's just so many other options of people who are actually on the field around him, right, at the same price. Luke Farrell. Okay, just take a guess right now. What, what percentage do you think Luke Farrell sees snap-wise? I'll give you a hint. It's a lot. So go to Luke Farrell. 40% of snaps. He's out there 30 snaps a game. Yeah, he might not catch a pass, but if he does, he's going to be optimal almost immediately. And he's going to be out there to catch them. And he's definitely going to be out there to catch them in the red zone. How many times do you guys see this? Every week. Every week, the tight end two or three or whatever in the red zone peeling out. Walking in there because he's up against a freaking little linebacker guy who's a chud, who's trying to go past him as a blocker, right? That's the reason they're in this matchup, but he breaks out on the side. And now he's a little bit faster out in the flat, and it's the grossest throw you've ever seen, but it is a big guy catching a touchdown. And that big guy last week, Brenton Strange, right? He, he finally did it the week I'm not able to play him for a million dollars or whatever. But it could have been Luke Farrell. It could be Kirkwood. Last night it was Everett. I was telling you guys, play Everett. Do not play Parham. Now, granted. Oh, my God, the coaches love Parham, dude. Now, granted, he's great. He should be their tight end one. They should just sell Everett or whatever, but he's not. And it's, he gets so many targets in the red zone and, and the end zone. He's huge. He's great. I, I mean, he's not not great. It's just that what a terrible play to just. I hate it when the game plan is like clearly targeting a play that you think is terrible because then it's not a bad play. If, if you knew the coach was going to jam him in every single red zone target, I would have played him a little bit more but I still think that's overestimating um, for him. That's why, I mean, Jimmy Graham already has the touchdown this year. So presumably that's baked into his average. Uh, The only other significant disagreement I had with the projections at this point, now granted, if Chris Olave's out, or Carr, or Lawrence, now some of these are reasonably questionable. So in a couple of days, if they seem questionable, this turns the slate on its head. Turn this video off, go find another video with the right thing for actual Thursday with these guys out. But if these guys are in, And I mean, it's not that hard to figure out what to do. You jade the backup quarterbacks. But um, assuming they're in, and I mean, like, if Olave's out, maybe get to some more crazy guys. I already have buffed Shahid wildly. That's the only other thing I did. I think Shahid was underestimated. Uh, So Shahid's out there a lot, and he's very fast. So, oh, is it going to freeze? Yeah. Shahid is out there 43 snaps a game, 60% of snaps. He is out there a lot and has explosive upside. I don't understand why we're projecting him for 7.8. 7.7, 7.7, 7, I guess playing from ahead, he doesn't catch any passes because they don't throw the ball. Best I got for you. Evan Ingram, over-projected. I don't quite get that either. He's fine. He just doesn't have the same opportunity in that offense. Like, when you go there and you look at Evan Ingram as out there, 76% of snaps, 54 snaps a game. We're at PPR, right? Yes, we've got PPR here. So we're at about 10. 54 snaps a game, 20 points per 100 snaps. I don't think he deserves any regression at this point. He's about where he deserves to be. Okay, um, so I've said the weird things I've done. Now, the weird captain choices that I am allowing, which uh, you probably shouldn't do most of this. This is all, you want to win a million dollars, you do this. You, you want to win lots of thousands of dollars, you do something else. <laughs> so the win a million dollars picks are Rashid Shahid, Travis Etienne, wait, no, Etienne's, or wildly overweight Etienne. I don't know if I'm a state at 30% captain. Etienne, I guess that. Yeah, that's about right. Like the game script where they just they win and ram it down New Orleans' throats, thirty percent. Yeah, you know. Now that I think about it, I, I'm not going to poke holes in that. That's about right. Hmm. Good job, Saberson. making me think here. So <laughs> Rashid Shahid is what I thought it was going to put at the top of the list for leverage. Tim Jones is another guy who is out there a lot. Is out there a lot. He's out there twenty five percent of snaps. If they're playing from behind, he's going to be out there more than twenty five percent of snaps. He's going to be out there for the entire two minute drill. The guy you need out there every single play. That's what I like. So I will have probably wind up. You can hear me being more positive. I think he's a big value. I don't understand how he's 0.2% of, oh, in captain. Okay. There's only like five lineups I've even allowed, right? Like with him and captain, how many lineups can I make that are between 47,000? Oh, I haven't made that low enough, right? We just decided, wait, 47,500. Where is that on this graph? 47,500 is about here. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. That's where this, we kind of leap up another half, half percent of probability. So, okay, 47.5 to 49.6 for now is what I'll, I'll leave my 150s at. I might even, you know, seeing the shape of this, where where is the, uh, where does it start being almost even? At about 48,003. So if you wanted to have like, if you wanted to key in on this one random data set, okay, really for optimal, probably more like 48,000. Now, granted, optimal is not gonna include as much uniqueness. That's what I'm doing here, just so you understand the trade-off. You already knew you've watched the show a zillion times. But for optimal ROIs now, because of a combination of graphs that I've been looking at here today, I'm going to and nice uh feedback from users. I really like that guys. Please, if you have like if you have a great night and you want to share like your cool setup you had for it or if I overlook you on our awesome top 10 list and you're like, hey dude, got a cool I had cool lineups tonight. Yeah, that was cool, man. I missed that. Uh, but yeah, call me. Call me out. I would love to. Like somebody asked yesterday. Like I also had a um. Somebody was asking, is it the same across different, um, salary or uh, entry fees? So you can look at the top twenty for different entry fees. Yes, it's very similar. You've got a different guy who's trying to do the weird Angela or you know contrarian thing, and then everybody, a bunch of people trying to do the same kind of profit maximization thing. I, I do think it's interesting across different salary levels. The number of people like who are entering these high ROI lineups with a number of dupes. It's almost like you're building two tranches, right? Like, mm-hmm. hmm, although, wow, yeah, that guy, our, our our uh writer here who wrote in did have quite a set, 98 out of 100 under five dupes. That's quite quite impressive. There's so, if you wanted to be really smart about it, the way that you would build your, uh, your analyzer of, what's it called? Oh, you don't even have the screen up anymore. Of uniques is you would have you would fit the the uh, middle of this expected salary expectation right and so you would have it be an overestimate where it's an overestimate and an underestimate where it's an underestimate that's a lot of work for not that much meat so I was trying to figure out how you got that good that's a really nice set of uh, lineups but okay um, other weird stuff in the captain oh yeah let me just say it by the number of them I have not by leverage you're obviously playing Trevor Lawrence you're obviously playing oh yeah I didn't include Car and Captain. I did include the quarterback captain. I can admit, after not having it in the player pool for two reasons, only one of which was salary restriction, if you watched the show last time, the two people I did not include in the captain spot were the quarterbacks. And uh, I have been questioned about why I do that on the show before. And my answer is, Well, I get pretty unlikely, right? No, it's not pretty unlikely. It's like, I don't know, 12, 15% likely that the quarterback be the optimal captain. It's easy to get there to be a millionaire as well. It's not like it's holding you back from uniqueness even. It was dumb. And I mean, honestly, as soon as Dak Prescott goes for that first 20-yard rushing touchdown, I knew I was cooked, right? I mean, like, when something happens like that in the game and you remember, oh, yeah, that extremely popular captain I have none of, you can probably just focus on the tweets. Which is fun. I mean, like, it's important to, to still have fun. It's important. If you're not having fun, you're betting too much. Like, make sure, you know, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you're having a problem, this needs to be with fun money only. Like, because if it's not fun money, you're not making fun plays. You're not you're not playing so much. Hey, That's like the example I always fall back on. You're not playing $300 Haywood Highsmith, my DNP, $300 worth of lineups in the captain, unless it's fun freaking money, man. So you got to have your, it's not, it's not like, 1-800-GAMBLER, whatever, for, you know, um, out of, I don't know. It, it is in your genuine self-interest for your health, but I also mean it for just, you're doing well on this slate, man. You're not going to do well on the slate if it means too much for it, to you. So um, make sure that it is all fun money that you're planning. Uh, yeah. So with that impromptu uh, PSA, we will, I don't think I have any comments on the leverage on the flex position. Being overweight on Michael Thomas is fine. He's out there. I think eventually people are going to cycle an older cornerback onto him because he's kind of had a bad season. And I mean, also because Olave is good. So, uh, and Shaheed's good. And so eventually you're going to have to put the fast guys on the other guys. And then Michael Thomas can be able to kind of fill a Deontay Johnson type role where he get catches like 20 passes for 30 yards or something. I don't know. But oh, 30% ish. Okay. Thirty percent is a lot of Michael Thomas for for the actual background ownership. I don't I don't like that. I don't want to be overweight thirty percent Michael Thomas in a situation where he's clearly aging and no longer the RB one. RB one, never the RB one, the wide receiver one. See, that's the beauty of never having an editor is I never have to uh, remember how much I'm messing up every episode. Just kind of next episode. Uh, but also, yeah. Speaking of. You know, I, I told you all these plays. All, all this is what I mean when I say it's garbage in, garbage out, right? Like if you if you want to see what SaberSim says, don't make any changes. If you want, I mean, and then that's fine. That's probably why you pay SaberSim. That's why I pay SaberSim. But I noticed that doesn't get you unique enough. That gets you to those lineups that have 500 dupes and whatnot. And even when you're on a cool lineup. It's going to be overduped to its expectation because of the number of people who use the exact software. It's only when you make these custom tweaks. That's why I I stress them in the video, even though more important things are obviously out there. You have to have a background artifice to take advantage of your liens, but you need to be making, you need to be listening to your gut every slate and making some weird choices that I'm not making. Like, right. Like that's what makes them your choices. Like one of these weird things I did probably sounded bad to you. Don't do that one. One of them probably sounded like I'm onto something, but maybe you wanted to go more in that direction. Do that. You know? Like, you should be doing a similar process, not the same process. Okay. Cool. I think that's all of the lecturing this weird lecture has turned into. Uh, but they are giving away a million dollars on Thursday. and. That's that's a lot of money. Let's have some fun with it, and uh, let's have fun money for days. Let's have fun money for many more videos. Hey, let's chop it a few ways, right? We're allowing a few chops now. We're saying, hey, it wouldn't be so bad if we all own $100,000, 16 of us. None, I'm not giving away lineups like that. You, you know, It's not that kind of show. I don't like that. But I don't mind chopping with you. If we get there with with a combination of salary restriction, clever captains and stuff, let's see you at the top, guys. Uh, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it uh someone's gonna win that money and it might be uh one or more of us